Traveler, <sighs> just look at that crisp, clear water. Mm. Doesn't it just make you want to dive right in? <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Safety first, right? Let's get this nice little light vest on you here, just in case you never know, right? <laughs> ah, much better, yes? <laughs> ah, well, why don't we just dip our toes in for now, and let Ranger Harper here tell you a cautionary tale of the watery depths. <laughs> it's called, My Wife Hates Going to the Beach. To say I was unlucky in love, well, that would be an understatement. The fact of the matter is, Cupid couldn't hit me with an arrow even if it were jumbo size. That is, until I met Sasha. The soles of my feet vibrated as the base waves warmed through the cracks in the concrete, but I didn't even notice as she walked into the cavern, our local punk club. It's difficult to describe the crushing fascination that washed over me as her eyes locked from across the room. Not even the shitty dive bar could dampen the magnitude of our pull. It was nothing short of electric, for all its cliché glory. She was the most beautiful woman I had ever seen in my life. Her black hair flowed like coal and unbound to her waist. Plumes of purple and red peeked sheepishly through as she moved from side to side. Her facial piercings glittered under the dingy lights of the club. Her tattoos roaming down her arms and out of sight completed the picture of a model goth beauty. She was... fucking hot, for lack of a better phrase. I wish I could say the moment our eyes locked, the crowd parted and I scooped her into my arms, walking away to an epic ballad. Instead, I tracked her every move through the night, bought six sets of drinks that went to waste, and devolved into a sea-level puddle. 
It took the bartender threatening to stop showing me to walk over and ask if I could buy her a drink. <laughs> I've been waiting all night. Looks like I owe you about six rounds. Despite the awkward start in my dented wallet, we made our way to the bar for our official first drink. The crappy bartender's lips quirking up just a bit as I placed orders for 7th and 8th drinks. We talked well past drink 13, all the way to drink 17 at my place. And as we stood on my dreary stoop, the early morning rays kissing the top of her head, illuminating before me like a goth angel from heaven, I knew in that moment that she was unequivocally the one. When her lips brushed mine, everything else erased. We went from that day, wrapped in a blissful cocoon of love for just over a year, before I word vomited a proposal. To this day, I swear to heaven and hell that it was a joke, but Sasha didn't see it that way. We had just sat down inside the late night Taco Bell. I ordered two Baja Blast for Chalupas, sitting forgotten between us as I presented Sasha with one of the hot spice sauce packets. Normally, I paid little attention to the sauce packs and their funny and sometimes cringeworthy sayings, let alone asking for them, but this night I was feeling spicy, if you will. As I placed the packets on our tray, following Sasha over to a table, the mischievous sauce in question lay face up, its words sending lightning thoughts to my brain. We sat at our table, Sasha greedily snatching the first wrapper in sight, grabbed her hand, drawing her sultry gaze to me, the sauce packet nestled gently in the palm of my hand. <laughs> what? What is it? I thought you wanted the chicken one this time, not not the beef, right? I laughed. <laughs> nah, I, I don't care about the chalupas. I, I care about you. Her face softened into one of the smiles that I adore the most. Her skin ablaze like a thousand glowworms. I extended my arm, my hand opening to reveal the spice packet with the simplest question on top. Will you marry me? There was no hesitation as she yanked me across the table in a tight hug whisper yes over and over in my ear. With a fast engagement and an even faster wedding, I decided to surprise my new bride with a quick three-day honeymoon to a sleepy beach town. Bags packed and loaded in our beat-up sedan, Sasha turned to me with a curious gaze. Her eyebrow raised in question. Sasha wasn't one for surprises, but she allowed this one since I said it was for our honeymoon. So, where is this, uh, mystery place we're going? I booked us a nice Airbnb on Crescent Bay. We're gonna have the most spectacular view of the ocean and can walk straight out to the beach from the place. It's gonna be fucking awesome to just lay on the beach, take in the ocean and... Wait, what? What's... What's wrong? Sasha's face had gone ashen, her fingers hooked tightly together in her lap, a small tremor skipping up her arm. It took a few minutes of prodding and a few silent tears before she confessed her phobia of the beach. I placed tender kisses on her forehead and ran my fingers through her long black hair, telling her it was no biggie. We could just have a romantic in-town honeymoon. With a weak nod, we got out of the car, unpacked our bags, and had an amazing at-home honeymoon. As the years went by, the topic of the beach rarely came up. I had even jokingly suggested that she see a therapist for her phobia, but that was shut down quickly. Less than five years into our marriage and we were gifted the most wonderful surprise, our daughter Amber. I was on cloud nine. Amber was six years old when the inevitable occurred. School was out for the summer and I had two weeks off, so what better time than now to plan a little getaway? 
Amber hop from foot to foot as we brainstorm vacation destinations. Daddy, can we go to the beach? Please, 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 can we go? Sasha's back immediately straight in hearing her daughter's pleas. <sighs> of course she would ask to go there. Her snappy tone dampened Amber's gleeful face. I tried my best to play the middleman. Babe, I asked, trying to keep my voice soft. I don't see the harm in us going and staying clear of the water. You won't have to go in at all, I promise. With a lot more push, Sasha agreed to go. It helped that she finally started to see a therapist a year prior, after much convincing. To me, her trauma revolving around the beach appeared to be much deeper than just fear of the open waters. For all our worrying and preparedness, the trip to the dreaded beach turned out to be fun. Quite possibly, it was the best trip we've ever taken as a family. Amber played in the water the entire time. Only the bribe of pizza and soda coaxed my little fish from the clutches of the wave. She squealed with excitement, racing from the depths and launching her soaking wet form onto her mother. To my utter horror, Sasha emitted an ear-piercing shriek, shoving Amber into the sand. For a moment, Amber peered up at her mother in shock. Then the tears rolled down her plump cheeks and the wailing began. The hell is wrong with you, Sasha? I rushed to Amber's side, my voice seething with anger. People around us starting to stop and stare. What the fuck are you looking at? Can I fucking help you with something? I snarled at the looky-loos as if this was any of their business. I rounded back on my family, only to find my wife sobbing and clutching her arm, rocking vigorously in the sand. Our precious baby girl stood between us, crying softly, confusion and hurt written all over her cherub face. Well, fuck. Sasha came to me, hugging me fiercely, leaving Amber to look on. Amber moved to her mother, but Sasha was faster, snatching a towel off the back of the beach chair and hurriedly wrapping Amber within its soft threads. I'm sorry, Mommy. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay, my little bird. It's alright. I looked on. Sasha's momentary freakout subsiding into motherly affections. We packed up in silence and were soon on the road towards home. By the time we pulled into our driveway, Amber was fast asleep. I cradled our little angel in my arms as I ascended the stairs to her room. I tucked her in, placing a whisper kiss on her forehead before descending to find my wife and figure out what the hell went wrong today. Sasha sat on the couch, legs tucked neatly underneath her, a coy smile garnishing her lips. Without a word, her tank top slid from her shoulders, landing at my feet. A slender finger beckoned me forward, the call of her exposed skin too much to ignore. Long limbs coiled around my neck, her breast pressed up against my chest as her lips nipped at my bottom lip. Mmm, I've missed you, my love. Her soft purrs sent shivers down my spine. My hands skimmed down her arm. Sasha let out a hiss of pain, bolting me upright immediately. Tiny fingers branded her lower bicep in the bright red rash. My eyes widened in shock. Amber wasn't capable of that, was she? Babe, did you, did you see this? It looks serious. Should, should we go to the hospital? I've never seen an allergic reaction like this before. She lightly pushed me away with a sigh, her previous heat vanishing from her eyes. No, no, it's fine. I think as long as I don't touch it, it'll be okay. We, we should just be careful. 
I pulled her back to me, kissing her lightly until she returned my kiss with passion. We made love on the couch, careful off her irritated arm, and fell asleep in each other's arms. The weeks to follow were uncharacteristically rough. We fought damn near every day, me pushing her to talk about what happened, her building walls that were never there to begin with, me prodding into her past, her telling me to leave the fuck alone before storming out of the house and leaving me with Amber alone for hours on end. I was desperate to free her from the phobia so that we can move on. God damn it, babe. Why don't you just, just leave this the fuck alone? I'm fucking terrified of salt water, okay? You don't see me pushing you to confront a hive of bees, do you? So what? We don't go to the beach. Big fucking deal. Why can't you just love me for my phobia and just move on? But no, you just have to push. You just fucking have to push. I scrubbed my fingers on my face, wishing I could scrub this whole situation away. I had been sleeping more and more on the couch as our fights endured. I was exhausted. Okay, okay, baby. I don't want to fly loose anymore. It's killing me. I won't push anymore, I promise. Okay, I'm sorry. Years passed without incident, our love story back on track. Before I knew it, Amber was in high school, our daughter flourishing into an amazing young woman. Sasha happened to be visiting her parents when Amber came home from school carrying a large box. What's in the box, honey? We have this biology project, and for extra credit, we can, like, grow an ocean ecosystem in our bathroom. <laughs> I already have those sea monkeys that, like, you gave me a couple of Christmas ago or birthdays in my bedroom. So I just figured, why not add them to my little ecosystem, get myself some extra points, uh, and see how they do. Uh, can I use your tub? I didn't think much of it, just nodded and told her that if she needed any help, I'd just be downstairs in my office. I checked in on her a few hours later and found Amber rummaging through our medicine cabinet. Angry red welts lined her arms, reminding me of that fateful day at the beach. Shit, she probably had the same allergy to saltwater as Sasha. Although I had no idea what allergy would make me allergic to the ocean. We went to the ER, letting the doctor run some tests and give us some rash cream for the welts. After I dropped Amber off at home, since it was late and we didn't have dinner, I drove to a local pizzeria, hoping by the time I returned, Sasha would be home so I could talk with her about getting the genetic allergy test that the doctor suggested. I was just paying for the pies when my phone buzzed in my pocket. It was a text from Amber. Dad! Dad, where are you? Mom came home and just... I don't know what happened! Where are you? I checked my phone, of course it was on fucking silent, and I had ten missed calls from Amber. I don't even remember the drive home or if the pizzas made it in with me. Neither Amber or Sasha were picking up the phone, and my heart was racing out of my chest. I ran to the house only to be greeted by terrified screams and booming noises from the upstairs bathroom. I took the stairs two at a time, skidding to a halt in front of the open bathroom door. The scene before me didn't register at first. My mouth hung open like a guppy. Amber lay unconscious on a bathroom floor, a small pool of blood forming under her forehead. Sasha, my beautiful Sasha, Thrashed in the tub, the oil sloshing over the rim and onto the floor. It took me a moment to realize the tub was tinged a faded ruby red. I took a step forward but stopped as the rest of the picture came into my view. I will never rid this image from my mind. Sasha's mouth was opened wide in a silent scream. The shape three times its normal size. Rows and rows of jagged pointed teeth gleamed back at me. 
Slimy, seafoam green scales littered her arms and torso. Aggravated slits on her neck took ragged breaths in, expelling small amounts of water and blood out. A forked tail slapped against the lip of the tub. Why? Why would you do this to me? I took a step back, my mind reeling, my foot not finding purchase on the wet tile, and I slipped, my head connecting with the corner of the sink before I hit the floor, and the whole world went dark. When I finally came to, Sasha and Amber were nowhere to be seen. I called their names, but no one replied. Hoisting myself up from the floor, my head screaming in protest, I spotted a note on the bathroom floor, written in crusted blood. I'm so sorry. Please know that I love you with all my heart. Don't try to find us. Love, Sasha. I stood frozen for what felt like a lifetime. Tears rolled unnoticed on my cheeks, my body shaking with grief. Stealing myself, I wiped the tears from my face and moved downstairs, snatching my keys that still hung in the lock of the front door. I started my car and headed to the beach. This has been a Morbid Forest production. On this week's episode, you've heard My Wife Hates Going to the Beach, written by Sean Moreau and narrated by Sean Moreau and Naomi Richards, with a guest appearance by Cam Collins. I just want to take this time to give an extra special shout out to Cam. She did an amazing job giving us a little extra spice at the end of our show this week. <laughs> And if you didn't recognize her voice from her awesome siren screen, Cam is from the amazing podcast, The Old Gods of Appalachia. If you haven't checked them out and you want some really good spooky tales of those deep seedy woods, definitely run, don't walk, and go check out The Old Gods of Appalachia. You can listen to Cam and The Old Gods of Appalachia on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also follow them on Instagram at Old Gods of Appalachia. Like what you hear this week? Leave us a little review. It helps us reach out to more travelers along the path. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Morbid Forest. And hey, want to reach out to us and leave us a little love note? Go ahead and email us at themorbidforest at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week, travelers, on The Morbid Forest. <laughs>